Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Lift your hands and let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence. We pray as we come before your word, speak to us in a way that will understand every challenge we are facing, every difficulty we are in. Lord, lift up a standard before it and against it in the name of Jesus. Bring us into a season of favor in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. It's a delight to speak to you this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Just pray for yourself quickly for a second. I want to do something quickly. Just pray that God will visit you as we share the word of God. favor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wonderful. I believe that God has something special for us and I believe you are ready for that special something. Amen. How many of you are ready for that special something? Only three people are ready. Wonderful. Say I'm ready. I'm ready. Good, good, good. So um, we've come to um, the final quarter of the year. Is that not so? Every year is broken into four quarters. So we are in the final quarter of the year. And I believe that God as a church is bringing us into a season of favor. I said I believe that God is bringing us into a season of favor. If you need favor, say amen. Psalm 102 verse 13. The Bible tells us that God will arise and show mercy. For the time, it says, and thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. Zion is the church. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. I've come to tell you this morning that our time of favor as a church has come. I said our time of favor as a church has come. You missed a good place to say amen. Listen, if I'm a pastor, lift your hands, let me pray with you. I want to pray a very dangerous prayer, so think about it clearly before you lift your hands. May God bring you into favor. I said, may God bring you into favor. You have struggled for a long time. It's time for God to bring you into favor. If you believe it, say amen. The louder your amen, the bigger your breakthrough. Sit down. Hallelujah. Now, before we go, so I'm preaching on the subject, 
walking in divine favor. Walking in divine favor. I think we like this series that starts with walk, that has walk in it. So for the month of October, I'm going to take you through walking various things about favor. And by the end of this series, we will all begin to enjoy uncommon favor. Now you need to get this down right before we kickstart that. It is God that brings a man into favor. Daniel 1.9, Bible says that, and now God, God had favor. It is God who brought, now God had brought Daniel into favor. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the Enoch's. Hallelujah. May God bring you into favor. You can't trick your way into favor. You can't, you, it is God who gives favor. He brings people into favor. Hallelujah. So it's important that we have this down in our minds. I think we should drop the reverb, the, the, the high a little. Okay? Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. I'm reading verse 20 and 21. Exodus 3, 20 and 21. The Bible says, and I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. Verse 19, look at 19. 19, 19. Good. It says, I am sure that the king of Egypt, this is why God was going to do the wonder. He said, I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. Anything that is holding you down by a mighty hand, God says, I'm going to stretch my hand into it and I'm going to smite it with all my wonders. Hallelujah. So 20, go to 20. He says, because he won't let you go except a mighty hand. Sometimes you are in a certain problem. It takes somebody stronger to break you free. So he says, because of that, I will stretch out my hand and I will smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the, in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. Now look at 21. 21 is the one we are looking for. He says, and I will give these people favor. In the side. This is God who's speaking. God is the one who gives favor. Says, I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And, and it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. To, today, somebody will not, nobody will leave this place empty. Nobody will leave this place empty. Why? Because God is bringing us favor. Hallelujah. Now, what is favor? What is favor? You can look at favor in two ways. One, you can look at favor as in to be favored. When somebody is favored. That, that's a way to understand favor. When somebody is favored. To be favored means to be chosen. Pastor Pressel, I gave you some definitions of favor. It means to be chosen. Hallelujah. Number one, it means to be chosen. When people are favored, they are chosen. 
Number two, it means to be preferred. It's okay, it's okay. Don't start a, a fight. When, <laughs> it means to be preferred. When you are favored, you are preferred. People prefer you. When you are favored, you are treated with an advantage. You are given an advantage. Usually for no reason. When you are favored, you are privileged. Usually when you are working with someone who is favored and you are not favored, you think he's using muti. From today, you will not be in the group that is not favored anymore. Usually, the unfavored people are always angry at the favored people. Look, let me give you just one quick advice before we go forward. If you are with any, if you feel somebody's enjoying a favor you are not enjoying, just find out what the person is doing and do the same so that you can also enjoy the favor. There's no need to, no, no, no. Just find a way. I said what? Find a way. By the end of this series, you will know how to bring yourself into favor. Yeah. It means to be given an advantage. So it's like we are all running from here 100 meters. And then you have been led to start at the 50 meter mark. And you are not the fastest. You are not the smartest. But you have been given an advantage. That is what it means to be. May God favor you. Yeah. It is favor that makes a man choose a woman to marry. By the grace of God, I've been to so many weddings. I'm yet to go to a wedding where the most beautiful girl at the wedding is the one getting married. No, 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 no. I know, I've no, I know beautiful girls who have married. But anytime you get to the wedding, you will see that there's always somebody who's more beautiful than the bride at the wedding, but she's not the one getting married. It takes favor. It's, a, it's one of the wonders because if beauty is what makes people get married, a lot of girls will be married, but a lot of beautiful girls don't marry. That's why I'll explain to you on a Tuesday. If you come to church on a Tuesday, I'll explain why. But since today is a Sunday, yeah. but it takes, may God give you, if you are a lady here, may that favor come over you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, two types of favor. Now, I've almost finished preaching. Number one, because today is Anna, your prophet, so just by way of interruption. Number one, favor with God. And number two, favor with men. Favor with God. Luke 2, 52. Bible talks about Jesus. The Bible says, and Jesus, he grew. Luke 2, 52. In wisdom and in stature. And in favor with God and with man. The first type of favor is favor with God. The second type of favor is favor with man. Favor with God. We've seen there. You can have favor. May you have favor with God. Favor with man is the type of favor. It's favor when people, people like you. People prefer you. People choose you. That's the favor Daniel enjoyed. We read from Daniel 1, verse 9. It says, and God, it is God. Now, God had brought favor on Daniel and tender love with who? The prince of the eunuchs. Daniel was being looked after by the eunuchs. 
and the prince of the eunuch. God make the prince of the eunuch like him. May God make people like you. I said, may God make people like you. God made people like Daniel. It's unfortunate that that's how it is. Ah. Exodus 12 verse 36. I'm just establishing a few things then we will go into it. God made people like the guy. Exodus 12. Where are you? 36. You there? It says, and the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they lent unto them such things as they required and they spoiled the Egyptians. So God gave the people favor before the Egyptians. So the Egyptians liked them. The Egyptians were their masters at the time. God gave them favor. So that's what it means. So sometimes you, you, you see that even if when I take myself, there are some people I have favor with. And because I have favor with them, they give me things. They do things for me. One of the Sundays, I'm going to show you what favor brings into your life. They do things for me. So even me, by, by, by virtue of my relationship with people, I'm careful not to say what I like. Because as soon as I say that, I like this. It becomes somebody's problem. The person is working hard to provide. So I, I always control myself. And when you are in a place of authority, you have to learn to control yourself. Do you see? Because people will do anything for you. But that's favor. I said, that's favor. May that favor come over you. Maybe you are a student and you need favor with your lecturers. May it come over you. Maybe you are a worker, you need favor with your boss. May it come over you. Maybe you are a wife, you need favor with your husband. May it come over you. Maybe you are a husband, you need favor with your wife. May it come over you. Brothers, it takes favor for a girl to accept your proposal. You can propose in Zulu, propose in Corsa uh, in French. You know, they say French is romantic. So you propose in French. Do you get, je t'aime, mademoiselle. She won't mind you. She will ask you in, 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 in our language, Utini. Have you had a situation where you are trying to tell somebody something quietly and then the person shouts, Ndon. Foreign tone. It may you come into favor. Yeah. By the time you open your mouth to say, Sister, I've been thinking about you. She has told all her friends to be praying that you will propose to her. I said, by the time you open your mouth to tell her that, Sister, I like you, she has told all her friends that, Please pray with me so that this brother. Propose it to may that be your story. Look, today, if you are not ready to shout amen, please go home. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, favor with God. Bible says, Jesus, He had favor with man, with God, and with man. When you have favor with God, you automatically have favor with man. 
Bible says, when a man's ways pleases God, he even causes his enemies to live at peace with him. Yeah. When God is happy with you, he subdues your enemies. You see, your enemies are forced to like you. Yeah. Forced. They can't help it, but they have to like you. Yeah. So when you have favor with God, you also enjoy favor with men. We read those scriptures there. God gave Joseph favor with the, even the children of Israel. God gave them favor. And when God gave them favor, they had favor with the Egyptians, their masters. And they gave them all the things that they had. They lent them things. So many things. If you read um, Exodus 3, Exodus 3, 21, Bible says, God said, I will give them favor and they will not go empty-handed. Meanwhile, these people had been slaves for years. But when they were going, Bible says, and the Lord gave them favor before the Egyptians. And the Egyptians learned things, gave things to them. They are masters. The people who were supposed to keep them from running away, they gave things to them. So many things to them to take away with them. Now, it's amazing. Someone, you have a slave who's trying to run away. Why would you give him a loan? You know he has told you that I am running away. Why would you give him a loan? It's only favor. Yeah. One day, I needed, I needed, I needed dollars. I was traveling, so I, I, I knew a guy who I was sure he had dollars. So I, I wanted to buy dollars from him, give him rents and take dollars. So I asked him, do you have dollars? Then he said, oh, yeah, he has some dollars. So he'll bring it to me at home. So I was home when he came, and he brought an envelope with $3,000 in the envelope. And he gave it to me. Now, he didn't know how much dollars I was looking for. He gave, he gave it to me. When he gave it to me, I was trying to say, oh, I'll see what, what I need, and then I'll give him the equivalent. He said, oh, no, it's a gift. Just take it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's 45,000 rands. Today is 48,000 rands. He just gave it to me in an envelope like that. Just... Favor. Yeah. So when you have favor with God, God forces people to like you. May you enjoy that blessing in the name of Jesus. Now, what is divine favor? I'm almost close. I'll share with you what is divine favor. Then I'll share with you something then. We just close. Divine favor. Number one, divine favor is a demonstration of God's delight upon a person. So we are talking about how to walk in divine favor. Is that not so? And I said divine favor is a demonstration of God's delight upon somebody. When God is happy with somebody, he gives the person favor. The way God demonstrates it, the way God shows his happiness, the way he shows his delight and excitement on the, of, of the person and on the person is by giving the person favor. First Samuel 2. First Samuel 2, 20, 26. God shows his excitement. Just as a parent, when I'm happy with my children, there are things I do. 
I'm sure when you're also happy with somebody, there are things you do. When God is also happy with somebody, he shows the person favor. He favors the person. And the child someone grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. I told you, when you have the favor of God, you have the favor of men. But when you have the favor of men, it doesn't automatically give you the favor of God. Now, Samuel was a baby. There was nothing he could do. But God was showing his approval of the child. His, 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 his happiness, excitement in the child by bringing him into favor. Look, one of these days, God is going to give you a certain type of favor that nobody has enjoyed in your family before. By the time this series is over, you'll be walking in a certain favor which is not common. Has never existed in your family before. Maybe your portion in the name of Jesus. God's delight. God's happiness. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about this person. If you have grown in a house where there are many children, you will understand why you must have favor. Yeah, you must. Und- you und- when you are the only child, the parents don't have any way to express. Even when you are two, it's just two, so it's not. But when you are about, it's one or the other, and usually it's both. But when you are about six, when you are about ten, when you are about twelve, look, when you are about ten, sometimes they even forget your name. talking to my wife and he says, oh, your son, there are only two options. Option A or option B is finished. Do you get But when you are 12, so your son, you don't know which one. The, 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 which one are you talking about? Yeah. But when God is happy with you, you see by the favor he gives you. There was um, this, this guy Jacob, and there was Esau. But God was happy with Jacob and not with Esau. So Romans, Romans, I think Romans 13, 9 or 9, 13. The Bible tells us, it says, Esau have I hated. Jacob have I loved. And Esau have I hated. So then we say there's unrighteousness in God. No. For it is written. It is not of him that will it or him that run it, but God that showeth mercy. God decides, I want to show mercy. Uh-huh, that's it. Where is it? Go back, go back. Yes. Yeah, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. Two, 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 two children from the same womb. As it is written, uh-huh, next one, next one. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. Then 15, he says, For he saith unto Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. Therefore, it is not of him that will it, or him that ran it, but God that showeth. May God show you mercy. It's not how, how hard you struggle and you move around. Look, favor, next week when I show you, favor can bring you into a place, eh? you, you, you won't believe it. Look, favor 
can do more than 100 years of work and labor. So the Bible tells us in Proverbs 24, 3, that labor not to be rich and cease from your own wisdom. There's a certain wisdom that it's about hard work, but it's not at a certain point in life. It's favor. It's who, it's who God chooses. Yeah. So you see people laboring and you see somebody who's favored. And you see the person, is, these people are working and then the person is favored just comes to take the place. It is favor that took Daniel, is it Daniel, even Joseph, from a prison to a prime minister with no interview. May that happen to you in the name of Jesus. They made him a prime minister with no interview. Yeah. The, his enemies tried to destroy him. Rather, straight to them. May this thing come into your life from today in the name of Jesus. You have struggled, you see, you have struggled for too long. It's time to deploy supernatural forces. Yeah. You have argued for too long. Yeah. It's time to enter into favor. This is, you see, and because of the way favor works, that is why people, when people, when somebody is in favor, the person becomes an enemy of the people who are not in favor because it doesn't, it like, it doesn't make sense because you said, let us go and carry the chairs. Then I carried nine chairs. Then this guy, he carried only two. Then when you came, instead of me that I carried nine, that you say, oh, well done. You take the one who has carried two, then you make him in charge of the rest of us. It's favor. May that come into your life. You have to learn to activate that thing in your own life and make God delighted with you. That he will show you favor. Number two. Number two. Divine favor is the evidence of God's tangible approval of a person. Divine favor is the evidence of God's tangible approval of a person. God's tangible approval of a person. Genesis 39 verse 21. Divine favor is God's tangible approval of a person. It's like how God shows beyond a doubt that he approves of somebody. Tangible. Hey, you're looking very nice. Oh. Wow. You're enjoying favor. <laughs> favor with your wife. Yeah. It's how God shows that I approve of this person. Tangibly, it brings him into favor. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was prosperous. He was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master. Where, where, where is this? Twenty-one or something like that. Thirty-nine, twenty-one. And but uh -huh, that's why it sounds the same because it also says the Lord was with Joseph. <laughs> It's when I got into them, I realized that ah, it's a different scripture. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Yeah. God was showing that, look, I'm with him. So he gave him favor. 
This is the guy who, when he was in prison, the prison officer gave him a key to the prison and put all the prisoners. I'm sure he went to meet the prisoners there. Some gang leaders were there. Some murderers were there. Some liars were there. Some people were accused innocently. They were all there. But when he came, Bible says, and God was with him. So he gave him favor. He showed him mercy, number one, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. When you read down, you see that they, they gave him, the prison keeper gave him the keys to the prison. So he could go anytime and come back anytime. Can you imagine the type of prison that you have a key, you can go and come at any time. I see you getting access. Where access is restricted, I see access being granted to you. Yeah. There are places that, look, until you are at a certain level, you can't go. You can't go. But when God gives you favor, they begin to open those places for you. Yeah. By the grace of God, I've had an opportunity to go to places where I should have never gone. Not, not in a million years. Yeah. One day, I was with a man of God. And he was preaching somewhere. So, when we went, it's like, look, high profile place. If I have two stories like that. And, oh, let me tell you the second one. Let me tell you the second one. It's similar. We went to a place he went to preach. Now, when we finished, after the preaching, he went into the office with the man of God. And, you know, the, the people had come from America and all this. So, they were inside the office chilling. So, when I came, I was just coming to say, oh, if I can see him and say hello. So, when I came to the back, I realized that, oh the pastors and things. I mean, senior pastors. I mean, I'm like a, a children. I say it again. I was like a children. No, I'm serious. I was like a children. Not even one child. I mean, a lot of them are children. Only me. So when I came, when I came, they were all outside. They couldn't go inside. Do you get it? So I came and I started, oh, what's going on? Hello. I said hello to all the people I can say hello to. Then as I was walking, then the door opened. The door that goes into the, the place they are not allowing people to go. It just opened. When it opened, I looked inside. Then I made eye contact. <laughs> Look, I just, when it opened, I just looked. Then I made eye contact with the prophet. Then he just said, oh, Daniel, come. Then I just walked to the door. And as soon as I entered the door, the door slammed behind me. Bram. Yeah, it just closed behind me. It closed behind me. And all the people were stuck outside. I was inside for about two hours. Yeah. Chilling. Being given juice. Being given biscuit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sat down. Then when I sat down, I said, aha, there he is. What were you saying about him? <laughs> Because somebody was talking about me in, uh, to him earlier on. Now, this guy was talking about me. 
He happened to be my pastor when I was a student. I, I got a chance to live in America, and then he was my pastor. And when I was leaving, he begged me to stay with him. And I said, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to be a missionary. I can't stay with you and do church here. No, I'm, I've told Bishop I'll be a missionary, so I'm going. And he had mentioned it to Bishop. So when I came, uh-huh, you, what were you saying about him? There he is. <laughs> then he said, hi, there you are. Then he started to beat me, the pastor. <laughs> this guy, I begged him with my wife. This, the Bishop asked him a question. He said, so if he had stayed with you, do you think we will have the churches we have in South Africa right now as we are talking? But I'm talking about one, one, one day we were at Grace Bible Church. Grace Bible Church. And after Bishop had finished his preaching, he went into the office. And Grace, they have a very, I mean, the, you go, before you get to the office, it's so far that if somebody doesn't come and call you, you, can, you cannot be taken there. So we are all looking for a way to come and enter the place. Then I think Bishop was looking for somebody, so they sent to come and find the person. So when the person came, when, when the one who had been sent came, she start, he started to look for the person. He asked me, have you seen this person? I said, oh, why? So Bishop wants to see the person. I said, oh, I can find the person. Don't worry. <laughs> you don't have to look. Sit here, I'm coming. <laughs> Then I went to find the person. So when I came, I was bringing the person. Then he was saying that, oh, so you are found, so it's okay. I said, oh, it's not okay. I'm bringing the person. <laughs> so as, 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 as we were talking, we were arguing over because I was ready to take the person back so that he goes to look for the person himself. As we were talking, then the door opened. Then he said, oh, what's going on there? Come, come, come. Then we just went. I was holding. I was holding my <laughs> Yeah. Then when I entered, surprisingly, they were looking for me. Yeah. When I entered, then Bishop said, ah, Bishop Musa. Yeah, this is the guy you need. At that time, Bishop Musa was trying to come and start a church in Port Elizabeth. So he said, this is the guy you, you need. He has a big church in Port Elizabeth. If you want to go to Port Elizabeth, this is the contact you need. Then he said, come. Then he started to talk to me. So anytime your Moses says, oh, my guy in Port Elizabeth, he doesn't even know that I'm not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then when I finished, he said, please pray for him. He must have your anointing to have a big church. So he said, kneel down. And I kneel down. And he laid his hands on me. Favor. One day I met Bishop Mosa in Ghana. We were all in Ghana. He was coming back to go to Port Elizabeth that weekend. Then he, he told me, I'm going to Port Elizabeth on Sunday. This was Thursday. He asked me, will you be there? And I said, oh, I just came. <laughs> I just came. It's favor. So Joseph, God gave him favor. And when God favors you, it's his way of showing, I approve of you. I approve. May God approve of you. And bring you into favor. Number three. Number three. Divine favor is God's uncommon exemption from common occurrences. Divine favor is God's uncommon exemption 
from common occurrences. God's uncommon and common exemption from common occurrences. What does it mean? It means things that happen to everybody, God decides that because I'm favoring you, I'll exempt you from it. And common, I say it again. God's, usually I don't say a lot of things like this. God's uncommon exemption from common occurrences or common events. It's God's exemption from common events. Exodus 3.21. We have read the scripture. Then we'll read Exodus 12.36. Read the scripture. Exodus 3.21. It says, but God was with Joseph. No, it's not it. Hey. Exodus 3. And I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when ye go, you shall not go empty. Then in 1236, God gave them favor before the Egyptians. And they went, they took everything from the Egyptians. And they went away. God knew the Egyptians were going to die two chapters from them took all their things and went away with it. Now, when we say it's an exemption, it's like something that is happening to everybody. Something that is, like, every marriage in your family is breaking, then God decides, I'm going to exempt you. Everybody is failing, then God decides, I'm going to exempt you. One day we wrote an exam. Now, a few days before the exam, I think I was in third year or something. Look, there was tension on campus because this lecture was very tough. I mean, a tough lecture. Not easy to overcome. And many people fail when they get to his, his course. So, a few, a few days before the exam, we were all wondering, how are we going to make it? Then one day I went to some people, they were studying then I look at what they are studying. It's something I do often when we are going to write the exam. I decide to go from study group to study group to check, like, what's going on? What's going on here? What's going on here? What's going? You never know. By doing what's going on, you get to see what people are thinking that we'll write in the exam. So as we were doing what's going on, what's going on then I saw some um, paper. So I took the paper. I look at the questions. I said, ah, this is the exam we are going to write. It was the day before. I said, this is the exam we are going to write tomorrow. Then the guys told me, oh, you like easy things, oh. We can never write this paper. I said, okay. Where is the memo? Then they gave me them. And I said, can I take it? They said, oh, take it. And I took it. No problem. Then I went to sit in my, because I couldn't understand anything the lecturer was teaching. This was an Indian lecturer. Hey, pray about it. Then I start, I look at the question, then I look at the answer. I look at the question, then I look at the answers. I look at the questions, I look at the answers, like that. Then we came to the exam the next day, 9 a.m. 8.30, everybody seated, waiting for the exam. 10 to 9, they put the exam questions in front of us. They started to give us instructions. 5 to 9, no other movement. The whole place was quiet. We are all waiting for 9 o'clock. As soon as the clock struck 9, bam! And they start work. Turn the paper over and start work. As soon as I turned the paper over, it was exactly that quick that I took from the people. Exactly. Now, you wait. 
The only difference there was the date of the exam. Yeah. The date. I look at it. Then I close my eyes. And I started to remember everything that was on the paper. Yeah. And this is economics, so it's not sentences. It's microeconomics, so it's not sentences, it's drawings. So I started to remember all the drawings, where the arrows are facing. Yeah, and in economics, look, one arrow can change everything you are doing. One arrow, just an arrow. You can draw everything right. Then maybe the arrow is supposed to be going up, then you let it go down. It has changed your answer. I started to picture then I'll remember something here, then I'll put it on the other side, just in case when I get there, I don't forget. Like that. When we finished the exam, they finished marking, and many people failed that exam. The lecturer called me. <laughs> he called me, and he said, I cheated in the exam. And I, I, I said, how? He said, oh, how can everybody be getting, even the top people in the class, they are around 54, and you are already 90-something. So I told him that, oh, he can give me the exam again now. I can write it here in his office, and I'll get exactly what I got, or even more, if he likes, he should give. If, if we should take a chance. <laughs> if he likes, he should take a chance. So suddenly we were going into the final exam, and, and this is why people fail when they get to him. The, 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 you don't get a good DP, is that what you call it? Yeah, a good average. So by the time you write the exam, you are struggling to get out. I entered the exam almost halfway through the main exam. Yeah, straight. Exemptions. As people are dying of coronavirus, God will exempt us. Favor will make God exempt us. There are some challenges, some things that occur everywhere. It's common. That's why I say exemption from common occurrences. But when you have favor, God himself exempts you from them. Receive exemption from it. You see, many of you did not even understand Spa's testimony. Do you get He's an accountant. When, the biggest problem for an accountant is when the books don't balance. It means either somebody has taken more money than he should take. When he don't, it means there's a thief. Yeah, that's what it means. Or somebody has spent more than he should spend. So when it's not balancing, or when, when it's not balancing, it also means that we have recorded money that we don't have. We have said we have some money, but we don't have it. Yeah. It's not a simple thing. So when an accountant says that my books are not balancing, please, you don't understand. It, it can cost you your job. You can even go to jail because the books are not balancing. Yeah. But may God exempt you from trouble. Amen. One of the common things that we need exemption from is exemption from trouble. From trouble, from difficulty. Sometimes you meet a lecturer in the school. He's just trying to, he's angry at somebody. He's trying to fail everybody. I've met lecturers like that before. It's like he's bored with them. Sometimes you meet teachers like that. They are angry. They have emotional problems. They have problems at home. Then they take it out on their students. Yeah. Or sometimes one student causes a problem in the class. Then they are angry with the whole class. They take it out on the whole class. Yeah. One day, I was going for a visa with a group of people who were 26. We left from school. It was a school trip. 
We came from school. We came to the embassy. When we came, it all st- we were supposed to be there at 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, the embassy said, it was the U.S. embassy. They said they didn't want to see us. Our group. I think they were, there was something about the person who was organizing their trip. So they had decided that they wouldn't see us. And we had all traveled from school and come to the embassy. So we also said, no, 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 they will see us. We didn't know what we meant. <laughs> they will see us. Started the whole toy toy, then they decided, okay, we are going to see you. And they had made their mind, they were going to refuse everybody. But you want us to see you, so we'll see you and refuse you. So they let us see, so we went in a group. I just go. And I was number three. So the first person went. When he went, the lady asked this, that. By the time they read the third question, he just stamped. Boom. Rejected. Then the second person went. Uh, yes, hello. What's your name? Boom. Then he men- she mentioned my number. <laughs> and, and the annoying thing about the U.S. embassy is that when they are interviewing you, it's like a bank. Everybody can hear. Everybody can see. They don't take you to a corner and go and bomb you. They bomb you there. All your friends can see. So then she called me. Then I came. When I came, I stood there. Look, my heart was pounding. Oof, oof, oof. Then I stood there. When I stood there, she asked the first question. I answered. Then she asked the second question. She asked for my school ID card. And I didn't have the school ID card. The school had changed the ID card, and I didn't have one. It's not like I had one. So I started to look in my documents to look for the school ID card, which I didn't have. <laughs> so I look, I look, I look, I look. I look to, from front to back. It was So I look from back to front again. It was that I turned the documents. Then at a point, she got angry. Then she just closed her blinds. When they are angry, that's what they do. Just close the blind. Boom. Look, I couldn't turn around. All my friends are sitting behind me. Then she went away. Then I just, I just remembered an old message that Bishop had preached. He said, when you are in trouble, just speak in tongues. So as I was start standing, I started brass to palo, kande bros, te palala, sikoma, sekepe, kalababa. Then after about three minutes, she came back. And she opened the blinds. When she opened the blinds, she looked at me. I looked at her. I eyeballed her. Eyeball to eyeball. She looked at me and said, come for your visa at 4 o'clock. I said, thank you. And I took my things and I started to open. Yeah. I don't know what changed them. I have no... She just looked at me. I thought she was coming to ask, where is the document I asked you for? She just looked into my eyes. And I looked into her eyes. She said, come for your visa at 4 o'clock. I just thank you very much. I took... <laughs> Would you believe that they rejected all the people behind me? All of them. My group, 26. They rejected 25 of them. Yeah. Favor. When they are bouncing others, they will give you. When they are rejecting others, they will give you the the chance. Yeah. Examples of favor. I close with that. What's the time? Half past off. Wow. Joseph, we've seen a lot of Joseph. Acts chapter 7, I read it to you quickly and then we pray and we close. Five minutes and then I'm done. Joseph, Acts 7, 
verse 9 and 10. Acts chapter 7, verse number 9 and 10. The Bible says, and the patriarchs moved with envy. Sold Joseph into Egypt. But God was with him. Anytime something bad is happening to you, God will be with you. But God was with him. And delivered him out of the hand of his afflictions. Out of all his afflictions. And gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh the king. And he made him governor over Egypt. And all his house. This is one example of somebody who enjoyed favor. His brothers sold him. His brothers sold him to be a slave. If you have been coming to church on Tuesday, you see the drama, the, 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 the film we have been watching. They sold him to be a slave. But God, because God was with him, he gave him favor before Pharaoh. May God give you favor before your boss. Any promotion that is available, may your boss think about you. And he made him governor over Egypt. Number two. I give you three examples of four and then we close because my time is up. Daniel. Daniel 1 verse 8 and 9. Daniel chapter 1 verse number 8 and 9. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Then verse 9, now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the princess. Daniel enjoyed favor. We all know how Daniel ended. He became the second in command to, in Babylon. How did he get there? Favor. Favor. Third example, David. Talk about David, talk about Mary, and then we round up. David. David. First Samuel 16. 2022. David. This is how David became king. First Samuel 16 20. And Jesse took an ass laden with bread and a bottle of wine and a cake and sent them by David his son unto Saul. At that time Saul was the king. Verse 21. And David came to Saul and stood before him. And he loved him greatly. And he became his armor bearer. 22. And Saul sent to Jesse saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me. For he hath found favor in my sight. This guy was a shepherd boy. He used to look after animals. He was not good enough to even look after human beings. So he was looking after animals. But the Bible says when he came before the king, the king, he found favor in the sight of the king. And the king sent to his father and said, I beg, I pray, please let your son stay with me. Let your son stay. Number four, I close with this one. Mary. Mary also enjoyed favor. Luke chapter one. Luke chapter one. I'm reading 26 to 29 and then we'll bring the subject to a close. Next week, we look at 
what favor does in your life. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee. May the angel Gabriel be sent to Peter Maris, but named Nazareth, verse 27, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, to a virgin whose, a virgin's name was, the virgin's name was Mary. Now look at it. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and salutation. Hallelujah. Mary, she also enjoyed favor. And this favor made Mary perhaps the greatest woman of all time. Greatest of all time. She was given a mission that can never be given to anybody again in the world. To be the mother of God. Yeah, to bring forth Jesus into the world. May you have favor that you will bring forth something that will change the whole world. Yeah. Sometimes it's an idea. Many years ago, we had M MSC DOS and MSC Windows, Microsoft DOS, Microsoft Windows, and all those big computers. Yeah, that's what made Bill Gates rich, right? Is it Bill Gates? Am I right? Yeah, that's what made the idea. Now, how did Bill Gates get the idea? He and his friend. His friend had an idea. It's the, same. the story is always the same. It repeats itself. His friend had an idea and they worked on it together. And then he got into a contract with a company which needed it. Then he went to see his friend and he said, can I buy? He, they asked him, do you know this program? Then he said, yes, I have it. Meanwhile, he didn't have it. And he went to see his friend and he told his friend, I'll pay you $10 million for this, this if you sell it to me. I think he ended up paying him $30 million for it. Then he came back to the company and he said, I have it. But instead of selling it to you, I want a part of it so that anybody who installs it, I get royalties from it. Then Microsoft started. Boom. Into a millionaire. Yeah. We were all using these boxes until a guy came into the world called Steve Jobs. Look, in this modern world, I think there's nobody who has changed the world so much like that guy. He came into the world. And he came up with an idea that let us put the same computer which Bill Gates has used to become rich. Let us put it in our palm so that we can move with it. From that day, the world changed. That's what grew into Apple computers. Then it grew into iPad iPhone that today, even computers are useless. Back in the day, if you had a computer, you were the G. A box computer, you were the G. Yeah. yeah. Very soon, television, even televisions and things will be out. Everything will be on our phone. Everything will be on our phones. You just need to have a good phone. You can do everything. DSTV Go. Everything. Your com we do... My wife does her everything on her phone. 
Everything. Because somebody just had an idea. That idea changed the whole world. Changed it gradually, gradually. Look, many years ago, we had a, a, a cellular dealer called Blackberry. I don't know if you remember Blackberry. No, Blackberry. Blackberry. Black, Blackberry. Yeah, BIS. They had something called BIS, BCC or BSI or something like that. Look. What? BBM. Yeah. Yeah, BBM. Big Bob Mali. They had it. Look, if you didn't have one, you'd be feeling. My wife had a Blackberry. I didn't have a Blackberry. I had a Nokia. Yeah, Nokia, Nokia 7210. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I was posh from young. No, it's not. I didn't become posh today. I've been posh for a long time. So I had it. And they will be talking. When I go to church, you say, eh, so BBM me. So they had this, they are fancy words. And then they'll be talking. I'll just be listening to them. Wow. Look, and you will not understand it until you step into let's say like America, everybody is using the same device, Blackberry. If you don't have a Blackberry, it's like you are not connected. Till Apple introduced the iPhone. They ran Nokia out of business. They ran Blackberry out of business. I mean, ran all the people out of business. May God give you an idea that will change your generation. Even if it won't change the whole world, may it change your family. Bishop Oyedepo, he said, when he started out, he was struggling so much. Now, Bishop Oyedepo has one of the biggest churches in the world. Yeah, in the world. He said he was struggling so much that, and he was broke. So one day, he took one of, he had Kenneth Copeland preaching. And Kenneth Copeland was talking about how much God had blessed him with finances and everything. He was wondering, ah, we are doing the same work. Why am I not seeing? So he took one of Copeland's, Kenneth Copeland's books and he said he went away to fast and pray, I think for three days or for four days. When he finished reading the book and praying, waiting on the Lord, he said, when he finished with that book, that day, poverty died. Bishop Oedepo is one of the richest pastors in the world. Richest ministries in the world today. He said, when he finished with that waiting on God and finished with them, something opened in his mind. And when it opened in his mind, that day, poverty died. I said, what died? Poverty died. May you do something and let poverty die in your family. Poverty died. Poverty died. God gave Mary a mission that made a normal girl in her house. She was, she's been talked about from, even in some churches, when you get, you see her statue is there. Yeah. For the rest, until we get to heaven, every day her name will be mentioned. Because she found favor. I don't think she was the only virgin in, in, in Nazareth at that time. It's not like today. Today, virgins are extinct, but... It's only aeroplanes that are virgins and mobile phones and gyms. Virgin Active, Virgin Mobile, and Virgin Airlines. That's all. Virgin Atlantic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are extinct nowadays. 
But in those days, there were a lot of them. So to be chosen out of the group. May you be chosen from today in the name of Jesus. May you be chosen. Any group you belong to that you are in, may you be chosen. Yeah. Any group I belong to from nursery school, any school I've gone to, I've always been their school prefect. Yeah, from, oh, you know, coloring, coloring, counting apples. One, two, three apples, school prefect of the apple counters. Yeah, then they say, okay, go to primary school. I come to primary school. It's like, we don't, by the time you realize I'm the school prefect. Go to high school. And you see, high school is the one that blew my mind because when I went to high school, the type, you see, primary school, you go to the type of primary school in your area. Do you get it? So, I mean, if you're an area champion of um, Popomeni, I mean, it's not any problem. High school. High school, you have vice president's children in the school. Ambassador's children in the school. People whose parents are non-Ghanians. Their children are in the school. People who went school closest, let's say, we have closed. They say, I'm going home. It means they are going to America. Yeah, their parents have just said, you must go to school here. Yeah, those th- I was in school with all those people. The, day, the first day my mother took me to school, they took me to school in a taxi. Yeah, taxi. It was a boarding school. The taxi stopped at the gate and then they, we car- my brother and I, we carried... Hey! Meanwhile, people's parents are bringing them in Mercedes Benz days and I came to the school with them. Yeah. It was the days of that Mercedes Benz called Barracuda. Look, somebody's father brought him in a, in, in a Barracuda. From that day, his name became Barracuda. Yeah. Then here am I in my taxi. Seven years in the school, my father visited me once or twice. It's like they've gone to dash me to the school. When you finish, we'll come for you. First, I think I was in third year in the school when my father visited me. Yeah. You pray when people have visitors. When they go, they bring food, then we all eat the food. Me, when I was visiting my food, I mean, I, it was eating with me. I, I had nothing to go back to the dormitory to show that, oh, I had a visitor. But the next time my father visited me in that school, I was being made the school prefect of the school. I was being, the whole school was there. All the parents were there, and I was being honored in the school. That was the second time my father set foot in the school when he came. Wow. I'm, not, I'm sure he didn't even know. Yeah, I, my staff forced him to come when he came. It's like, ah, is that my son? Hey. My grandfather went to make me a suit because my grandfather went to that school. So he understood what it meant. He made me a suit. And then I put me there. When my father came, he saw, I'm sure he was, what what is that guy? Hey, what is he? Hey, come here, come here, sit here. What is he doing there? He's too forward. This boy doesn't respect. I was there. Favor. Favor. Up to today, all, when they have any problem, it's even worse than now I've become a pastor to add to it. When they have any problem, they call and say, this, this guy and this guy, they are quarreling. Please settle the fight. And when I'm talking, people who are my age, men, some of them are CEOs of their companies. They are quarreling with each other. Then one of them will call me that, hey, please, you know it's your job till we die. 
settle this problem, please, please. We don't like the way they are. They are fighting on the group. Please call them aside and separate them. Yeah. May God choose you for something special. Bible says that God will arise upon Zion and show Zion mercy because the set time of her favor has come. The time for God to favor us as a church has come from today. We are going to enjoy uncommon favor, unexplainable favor from today in the name of Jesus. You will be favored on the right. You will be favored on the left. You will be favored in front. You will be favored behind you. Whichever way you go, you will enjoy God's favor from today in the name of Jesus. Whatever you do, God will let his glory shine upon it and you will be chosen. I said to be favored means to be chosen. So whatever you do, God will let his glory shine on it and you will be chosen. You will be preferred from today. Anywhere you have gone that you have been denied from today, you will be preferred. They will prefer you from today. Your friends will prefer you. Your enemies will prefer you. Your family will prefer you. Your colleagues will prefer you. Your boss will prefer you from today in the name of Jesus. Yeah. That is your story. From today. You will always be preferred. It's so exciting when you are preferred. What, what, let me tell you this last story then we close. Many years ago, I was pastoring a church. As I was pastoring the church, we were moved out of the church where we were meeting. We didn't have a meeting place. So we started to meet on a school field. As we were on the school field, they showed us a hall. We were, there. We were on the school field for about three months. Then they showed us a meeting place. They said, some church was here. They have just left. I said, oh, let's give it a try. When we asked about the rent, we couldn't afford the rent. We, there was no way we could afford the rent. But I said, look, let's take a chance. So we went to see the owner. When we talked to the owner, when I finished talking to the owner, he said, okay, I'll let you guys use the place. I'll give you three months. He thought we were a new church in the area. So he said, I'll give you three months. And after three months, you start to pay rent. I said, okay. So I told my people that, look, after three months, when we don't have the rent, we will leave the place. But at least for the next three months, we are covered. So we went into the place. Now, when we went into the place, we start, the place was very good, very nice, very portable for what we wanted to do. We started to have church there. As we were having church there, Three months, we started from January. So our three months was ending in March. We were there in January when, when we had a call that there will be a camp meeting in Pretoria. That's tell them or finish what, you, finish what you started camp in Pretoria. Bishop was coming for a camp. So I decided, okay, we'll go for the camp. I started to get ready. But I was counting the days. I was counting the days. Then we came for the camp. When we were camp, just before we came for the camp, a friend of mine came to visit. Guess who that friend was? Yours sincerely, Bishop Eric Asari. He came to visit me. When he came to visit me, he was on his way to the camp. But he came a few days before the camp. So he decided to come and visit me. Then he said, oh, this your building is nice. Let's take pictures. So we took pictures and we printed the pictures. Then we went, we went to the camp. As we were in the camp, when I got to the camp, other pastors had come with wild buildings, unbelievable buildings, pictures of unbelievable buildings. And they were there. So when I look at their pictures, I just put my picture aside. Then I sat on it. I just sat on it. So Bishop was preaching. As he was preaching, then he just said, why can't we have a building in Port Elizabeth? Then I took out my phone. Then I just sent him a message. I was just sitting there. He was standing here. I took out my phone. I just sent him a message. We have a building in Port Elizabeth. So as he was preaching, he just looked on his phone. And I think he saw them and said, let us take a break. Look, it was abrupt in the middle. I 
I was sitting like where Lizwe is sitting. Then I just I always sit on the second row. I sit on the second row and not on the first so that when I'm feeling sleepy, it's not obvious. That's that's my plan. <laughs> so I leave the other pastors to sit in front. When they sleep, then they get the problem. But I second row. So I just sent the message. So as he's preaching, he just took his phone. You know, when he's reading a scripture, then he just look at his phone. Then I think he saw the message. Yes, folks, let's take a let's take a 10 minutes break. Then he said, okay, go and we will get Then the people, they said, Daniel, come. Then I came and said, what, 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 what was the building like? I said, then that, my pastor friend, he said, he has pictures. <laughs> when, when I was, I didn't even bring my pictures. He, he went to sit on the, you see the bass guitar, the combo. Bishop went to sit on the combo. Then he said, Daniel, come. Then I came. When he, I came, he said, well, what, what does the building look like? Then that guy, he said, he has pictures. So where are the pictures? I said, okay. Then I went to take the, the picture. Then he looked at it. And there were other pictures by him. He just looked. He said, wow. Wow. Okay. It's powerful. Then the people came. Then he continued. That evening, he called all of us. He said, let us get a building in Port Elizabeth. From, look. <laughs> by March. By the time it was March, we had made an offer. We had bought that building. When we, said, we never pay rent, even one round. By March, we had made an offer. We had bought that building. Yeah. 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 Look. The church was at the verge of collapse. I'm telling you. Look, proud to the, la- the place they kicked us out. Our last service, the weekday service, we were 226. Weekday service. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> weekday service, we were 226. That was our, I mark it, our last service there. Then we went into the middle of the, pill, the field. Then the members started to finish. Because, I mean, if you are serious about doing church, you come and put them on a soccer field. No, I, I, when I say, you don't understand, there was just a shed over. Everywhere, it's open plan. It's open, the church is the whole world. That, that's after. Look, when they come and the wind blows and it's cold, they say, I won't come to this church again. When they came, those days, we didn't have money to buy these things. When they are cold, they say, hey, this church, they are trying to kill us. Then they go. They want to kill us. But remember, God no go shame us. The blessing go loud. They go worry the neighbors. Yeah. I say, God no go shame us. The blessing go loud. It go worry the neighbors. That's the type of favor you are just about to step into. You are stepping into favor. You are struggling to marry. God is bringing you into favor. You are struggling to get a job. God is bringing you into favor. You are struggling with your Christian life. God is bringing you into favor. With him. From today. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we close today. Next week, next Sunday, God, when we look at why we need favor. Yeah, what favor will do for you. Then we look at how. Yeah, lift your hands wherever you are. Just pray for a second or two. Just pray for favor right now. Pray. One of the ways to get favor is through prayer. Just pray that God will favor you right now. Shantolobo skipalola sento kalibala rapatotale skipalaba lebada your prayer means you are praying that you will be preferred you are praying that you will be chosen in areas that you have never been chosen from today you will be chosen you are praying that you you will be given an advantage you will be given when everybody is starting at zero you will start at ten you will start at ten lipakosi kolabakaya ketolimo skipalobala lim Pando Kaliboske, Pala Koliba Kayala, Ripotabede, Sken Totaliba, Satolipo Kala. When people's children are going wayward, your children will still be on trust. 
your children will still be on track. Your children will still be on track because of the favor of the Lord. When people are struggling in a foreign land, you will see the blessing of God in your life. You will see the blessing of God in your life. My God, my God. My God, my God, my God. Pray for your children. If you are here, you have children. Pray for your children right now. Pray for your children right now. That they will be filled with favor. They will be filled with favor. They will be filled with favor. My God, my God. When other children are going astray, they will be on track. They will be in line. They will obey the word of God. They will be in the will of God. When their friends are doing what they like, they will stay with the truth. When their friends are doing what is popular, they will stay with the truth. My God, my God, my God. Favor is trickling into your life. It's coming upon your life from today. I receive it. From today. Lift your hands everywhere and just thank him. Thank him. Thank him now. Thank him now. Thank him for favor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Favor is yours. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 shall arise yes lord and have mercy upon us arise oh god for the time to favor him yes the set time is come the time for god to favor you has come the time for god to favor you has come i prophesy to you right now that the time for god to favor you has come your family will start to enjoy favor from today. Your family will start to enjoy favor 
receive it's your portion i receive it. i said it's your portion i receive from it. today in the name I of receive jesus father we thank you yes lord we bless you we bless thank you that our time our of time. your mercy and your favor is come yes lord in the name of jesus as a church and as a people yes lord. thank you that we are walking into a time oh yes favor, favor us on every side favor us, us in front favor us behind us favor us on the right yes. and favor us on the left in the name of jesus let your blessing that makes rich and adds no sorrow envelop yes. us and let us enjoy this favor in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. I'll say a louder, believe in Amen. Oh, I believe it's happening right now oh, yes. in the name of Jesus. It's happening. Doors are being opened before people. Amen. Yeah, doors are being opened. Yeah. As the, the head of the prison gave Joseph the key. Keys refers to access. Jesus said to Peter, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Keys are being given to somebody now in the name of Jesus. Keys. Access. Where there are keys, it means there are doors. Yes. It means they prevent some people from going in or they prevent some people from coming. If you don't have the keys, you can't enter. Jesus said, I give you the keys. Of receive, receive keys right I now. I receive it. Into your blessing from I today. It. May nobody call you a curse again yes, from Lord. today. May you be a blessing. Amen. May you be a blessed child Amen. as you enjoy the favor of the Lord. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. Hallelujah. You are here. You want to say, Pastor, I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want to give you an opportunity quickly. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand quickly. Maybe somebody invited you. Maybe you came by yourself. Pastor, I know I don't have a good relationship with the Lord. Please, pray with me. Pray with me. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you quickly as we bring the service to a close. Pastor, please pray with me. Pastor, please pray with me. Please pray with me. I want to give my... If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Lift your hand above your head. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. If you have lifted up your hand, come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand, just come to me. I'll pray with you. My brother over there, come to me. I'll pray with you. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Your life today Please help my brother to pray. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me 
and rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.